Welcome to 69 Admins. This episode is for release on April 29th, 2023. This is the podcast where we talk about streaming from a rural perspective. Now, we need to talk about equipment. Remember, streaming is not something where you go down to the Ashtabula River Gulf Valley, for example, and divert a stream off the river channel. Streaming involves taking video data from the internet and reassembling it into what looks like a television program. In general, across America, the most common way to watch streaming television is to have a smart TV. As we've noticed at my church with the streaming of our Sunday morning services, we have people in our local area watching that live program mostly via the cell phones rather than on smart TV class devices. The key difference in those cases is that a smart TV assumes that you have somewhat permanent broadband to a fixed location and that the broadband service is stable as well as consistent. Watching via cell phone is more problematic as wireless telephone networks aren't nearly as robust in rural areas as they might be in metro areas when it comes to data transmissions. Now, smart TVs are one way of watching streaming television. Set-top boxes like Roku boxes, Amazon Fire Sticks, Apple TV boxes, and others are also useful things to allow you to watch streaming programming on all sorts of television units. With a large monitor for a desktop computer or a large screen on a laptop, you could watch streaming programming that way too. You might have a really small screen, but in theory, you could use a cell phone to watch streaming programming, perhaps. Bear in mind, the Samsung Galaxy Z Fold 4 is the largest cell phone in terms of screen size on the market right now, at 7.6 inches. That's a very, very small screen. If you're going to watch the show Citadel that just premiered on Amazon Prime Video, you're going to see a lot of violence. You're going to see a lot of kabooms. And you're not going to be able to make out all that much on that itty bitty screen. Generally, the smallest television you could buy at a major consumer electronics retailer at the moment is about three times the size of that largest cell phone. The smallest I could find in an online check earlier was 22 inches. When it comes to equipment, you have to take many things into account. In the state of the economy lately, you have plenty of decisions driven by prices. The state of your eyesight will also play a role, oddly enough. If you have trouble looking at small items for long periods, then you might not pardon me, you might not want to restrict yourself to a cell phone if you can help it. Now the quality of your broadband connection is also quite important in making this work. If you have dial-up access to the internet, you can effectively rule out watching streaming television. In a rural setting, you are not likely to currently be on a fiber optic connection from your internet service provider. That doesn't mean it can't happen, it's just the likelihood's not that high. 
fiber optics would be optimal in terms of connection. Cable connections are possible too in rural America, but it won't necessarily perform as well as a fiber optic connection, and it leads to questions about, well, how well your local infrastructure has been maintained by that service provider. In many cases, you have a legacy cable provider that now offers internet too, and if you're out in rural America, when's the last time you saw a service truck come through? Who was president then? Was it Donald Trump? Was it Barack Obama? Was it George W. Bush? Was it Bill Clinton? Think about it. Now there can also be more esoteric means of accessing the internet, like quote, fixed wireless, unquote, as well as satellite connections through HughesNet and Starlink. Those esoteric means are often limited as to connection speed and may have degraded performance compared to cable connections or fiber optics. Those are shared pipes. You can only fit so many people at one time on there and usually an acceptable use policy is going to limit how much you can transfer at one time. If everybody in a neighborhood on a fixed wireless connection decides that they have to watch Amazon Prime Video at the same time, it's not going to go well. So usually an acceptable use policy dictates who can do what when. Now again, you might wonder if using a cell phone would be worthwhile in terms of a connection. That's where this gets messy. PCMag reported in late 2019 that three cell carriers overstated their coverage in rural America. Wired in 2017 talked about how internet access in rural America was dependent upon such signals, but that the technology would be one to two generations behind what you'd find in Metro America. The Pew Research Center noted in 2021 that this was still the most likely type of computing device for someone in rural America to have compared to tablets, laptops, desktops, and even home broadband connections. It's kind of stark when you look at the graph and see that cell phone ownership in rural America vastly outstrips having any sort of broadband connection to the house. Bear in mind, the typical wireless service plan in America does not provide sufficient amounts of data service to allow effective use for streaming television outside very occasional, very rare usage. If a cheap Android device from your local big box retailer is your sole means for seeing streaming television, you're going to be extremely frustrated, if not otherwise outright defeated by conditions. Avoid going that route and spend the cash to get a proper connection to the internet. Using a cell phone as your sole access to the internet is not what it is intended for even though that is extremely common in rural America. As I've noted, you have a need for specific equipment 
and specific network service to be able to take part in enjoying streaming television. This takes a little planning. As you start to consider how you might take part in all of this, we'll end with a pick of the week. On the Tubi platform, that's T-U-B-I, you can find a variety of live channels and a collection of video on-demand offerings. A good pick to watch between now and the next episode would be a classic installment of Mystery Science Theater 3000, where they skewered the film Invasion of the Neptune Men. I'll include a link at 69admins.com. Thank you for joining us. The show was produced by Eerie Looking Productions in Ashtabula, Ohio. Our next episode is targeted for release on May 13th. Be seeing you. Please hang up and try again.